All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful things. Laugh a little more things. Tight, tighten up your core Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. All right, Karen Fairchild is here. Hey, Karen. Hi. Yes. <laughs> you know Karen from Little Big Town. What's your favorite Little Big Town song ever? You have to pick one. Uh, there's a song that we wrote with the love junkies. Don't die young, don't grow old. Okay, we're going to play some of that right now. Oh, I love this song. Even if tomorrow gives us a mountain to climb, a mountain to climb, I say, hey, they going to shine like gold. Take every turn on the winding road. Give me your hand, baby, don't let go. Okay, so now before we get into our four things, we're going to talk about changing the channel, like in your brain. Sometimes you have to be like, I'm not going to go there, change it. 
also want to talk about you being a creative and maybe sometimes how you deal with if you ever have like some sort of a creative block. Oh yeah, like what all you the do time. for yourself, <laughs> mind, body, and spirit. And then the third thing we'll talk about doing it all mm-hmm. because you are someone that is out there kind of doing all the things from a businesswoman, your music career, being a wife and a mom. And then lastly, we'll wrap with four things that you're thankful for. First thing. To break the ice, let's do some rapid fire questions. So are you ice latte or hot? Hot. Jimmy or Philip? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, of course. George or Garth? Oh, George. Yeah, me it's, too. it's a crush from high school. So I love Garth too, but I, I, it's a crush. You don't even have to yeah. defend anything. I am <laughs> team George, but I also love Garth. Pilates or yoga? Pilates. Therapy or figure it out on your own? Therapy. Yes, I am that too. And before we even hit record, Karen and I were talking for a while just about all the things. And I think that it's important for people to talk about stuff and maybe admit that they are for therapy and Mm -hmm. like break that stigma. I know. Um, And so I guess I'm just ever curious, like, has there been a time in your career where that's really come in handy? I know that you've spoken before about stage fright Mm -hmm. and having to overcome that and even changing the channel, if you will. So I want you to speak to that for a minute and hopefully be some encouragement to people that might be like, oh yeah, I feel kind of, I, I, I can relate to that. Yeah. I would say back when I started singing more on a professional level, I just went through a period of time, not in Little Big Town, it was before then. I was singing demos and I was singing in some gospel bands and even like corporate stuff. And I got to this place where I think I read an article about somebody that was having stage fright and panic attacks. And in my mind, I thought, oh, that's never happened to me. And then it happened to me, like literally like the next week. And it was something where I was looking out at this crowd and thinking, oh, that person on the third row is talking about me, or I can't do this, or what are the words to the song, or what if I mess up? It was like snowballing in my brain. And at the time, someone told me, you have to change the channel when it's negative like that. Like you literally have to think about, you know, old school changing the channel of the TV, like reaching and turning the dial yeah, and moving it to something positive because that thing you're worrying about is probably not going to happen. And you're just spiraling in those thoughts. So I've kind of always thought about that. And eventually I broke that cycle I was in from a friend who was a conductor, like director. He was doing Broadway shows and things. And he said, Hey, next time look at me in the crowd, I'm going to be sitting in the crowd where you can see me and just know I've got you. That's your change of thought right there. And so if I started doing that, I just was looking at him like, and he would be smiling and like, I got you. You're good. You're all right. And eventually it, it just broke, but it took work. Like I'm big about action. You know, you can dream about something, you can think about it, you can have negative thoughts about it, but if you don't take action and move out of it, then it's just a thought, you know, like you've got to take action. And so it took a lot of action for me to go, I'm not going to spiral. And so then when we started getting on these big stages or like Jimmy Fallon or the CMA Awards or whatever, I don't know, now I enjoy those moments. It doesn't cross my mind for me to be afraid. Now I think, wow, how did I get here? Like, how lucky am I? And I'm nervous, but I don't let the nerves control me. 
Yeah. And I'm sure that that's now a tool that you learned then that you have in your toolbox for other things that may come up in life. That's not stage fright, but something else where you need to change the channel. Last week we did a kind of a virtual Grammys, you know, this year and we were with some friends and we decided to get tested and like have a little Grammy party with just like 10 people. And we dressed up just a little bit, you know, and I, you know, I looked down on the Instagram and somebody's like, oh, your jacket doesn't even match your dress or whatever. And I really have to say that that, that does not hurt me. It really doesn't. Now, would something like you look pregnant. And I, I have had some nasty comments, but they don't know me. Now, if you said that to me, that would, that would, you know, like somebody that I look up to, that would sting. But people that aren't in my world, in my circle of friends, I don't know. I try to separate it. I'm not saying that it doesn't creep in. I, I really try to not let those things creep in, especially about the music, because I think it it can get in your head creatively. And I don't want that. I don't want that in my head in the studio. So, so you just almost like some of that stuff you're saying, you don't even have to change the channel because you just straight up give it the Heisman. I do. I like, or I, I'm like almost like gatekeeper on my brain of like, nope, uh-uh, no. Sometimes I'll look at their Instagram and go, you're going to tell me that my coat doesn't match my dress. <laughs> You know, and and I don't want to be that way either because I, I just think we have to be more careful about taking care of each other. And I really wish that people would realize that they think that we don't see it, but we're human and it hurts. And why would you take the energy or the time to say something so cruel and negative to someone? Yeah, well, and you know, sometimes you go to their page and it might be like their bio is like, you know, Cindy, mom of two, and then their favorite Bible verse. I know. And I'm like, stop. No, you were just so rude to me on Instagram. Believe so me, like, I have wanted <laughs> I have wanted to say their mantras back to them sometimes yes. when they say nasty things to me. Yeah, I just am curious sometimes of other females' perspectives in this industry and what you have to go through. But for you and Kimberly, it's interesting because y'all are part of a group where you've got two men and two women, whereas some females, they're just out there doing their thing. So I didn't know like in moments, and I'm not saying from your people, but have you ever experienced like, well, wait a second, why are we being treated different than Jimmy and Philip right now just because we're women? Oh yeah, that's happened so many times. I mean, I remember somebody saying to us one time, oh, those sure are some pretty girls you got standing up next to y'all, like like we were furniture or something. Yeah, like you're only there because you're pretty. And and <laughs> that was early on. I was like, I, I respect because he was older and I try to respect my elders and and. I didn't really know him. I didn't want to get into, it's not worth it to me to disrespect someone back. Um, I knew that that was a generational comment for him, but I didn't like it. But again, those kind of things, I just go, I'll show you. (laughs) I'll show you that, you know, what we can do. But yeah, I mean, and then I'm sure there are times where maybe the boys feel like we get all the attention because we're the girls, Mm -hmm. you know? And I mean, we, we are so good for each other though, the four of us. We just have good chemistry. It's almost like we protect each other in those moments. You have to, to have been together for as long as y'all have been and just be as, we've said it on the Bobby Bone Show a million times, the most consistently kind people in Nashville are the four of y'all. Oh, I hope so. um, You know, not to say that other people haven't been nice, but like consistently all four, you know, you'd think there'd be a moment where one of you would fall out of line. (laughs) But you don't. 
Well, I guess that comes from raisin and we really try to keep each other grounded and we really try to enjoy the moments. So it's like if we get a chance to be on y'all show or why would we be jerks? Oh, I know. But I mean, it's even like just out in public or if we see yeah. you somewhere else where you're maybe not even on, supposed to be quote unquote on. Yeah. Everyone's just always still super nice and kind. Do you remember a piece of advice that you were given when you were coming up that someone gave you? Yeah, he's a Christian singer and songwriter. His name's Mark Harris, but he said, nobody will ever protect the business and the sound and the songs like you will. And then someone else told me, you have to lead all the time, your team. You have to walk in the room and lead. Would you say you're a natural leader? I would. I mean, I think like my report card in kindergarten said, Karen bosses the other children around. <laughs> <laughs> we have a really great chemistry in the band. So I, I never decide things for them unless it's something silly where I really know what they're going to say. I might respond to someone in the business and say, yeah, they probably wouldn't be into that. But if we did it this way, they might, they might love that. But we don't decide like three to one, we're going to do this. It, we decided 21 years ago that it would be a unanimous yes or no, so that we're not twisting someone's arm into doing something that they really don't want to do. So we all agree we're doing this or we don't do it. And I think that's been probably the best decision that we've ever made as a band. Mm -hmm. Would you say when it comes to you being the, a leader, though, and that being like a piece of advice that you got when there is four of you, or is there ever times where you'll have to like, I don't know, Work rock, paper, scissors or something? <laughs> you know what? We've had um, some difficult decisions to make. But we come together and we just... It's like family. You just it's like figure family. It out. We, just, we just figure it out. And we have incredible management. So we sit together and say, this is a hard one. What are we going to do? And we, we go through the pros and cons. And then, like I said, we make a choice together. So. A pros and cons list is so golden. It seems so... Do you do like, that? We've done it multiple times in our my marriage, just mm -hmm. to, like looking at life decisions and really putting pen to paper, a pros column mm -hmm. and a cons column. Mm -hmm. And then actually looking at them and making a really thoughtful, educated decision. Because sometimes, you know, if your thoughts are all over the place, but yeah. just something about making that a pros and cons. I think people sometimes underestimate or they yeah. forget about because it seems so obvious, like, okay, pros and cons. Pros but and like, cons, but it helps put you. it on a board, look yeah. at it. Also, I think people disregard their gut feeling. Mm. And when I grew up in the church, it was always about like what God tells you to do, what the Holy Spirit tells you to do. And later in my life, I realized that whatever you consider God to be, he, she, whatever your belief system is, it's spoken through your gut, your gut feeling. Like when you meet someone and you go, uh-oh, I don't have a good sense about this. Or for us, we call it our collective band gut feeling. And when the four of us instantly have a gut feeling about something, we just all know, nope, we can't do it. Or yeah, we're, let's do that. You know, and even if it doesn't work, at least we decided together. We all talk about it all the time, this collective gut feeling yeah. that we have. Now I asked you if you remember advice someone gave you early on. Have you been able to give some other talent coming up in the business some advice. You know, I host Women of iHeart Country, which you're going to be on this weekend. So thank you for Yay, doing that. But we try to highlight a lot of the up and coming female artists. So is there any advice you have for them as they're entering this space? I spend so much time 
with young artists, it's unbelievable. And it is such a joy for me to be able to help them navigate the business. And sometimes they'll reach out and just say, I don't know what to do in this scenario. Like, could you give me some advice or meet me for lunch? And so that has become like a role that I didn't know that I would have, but that I really love. And my main thing is I always tell them that they have to be good communicators of what their vision is. Otherwise, they're going to get jerked different ways. Like, you know, someone will have a vision for you if you don't have it. So first of all, they have got to figure out what that is. And if they don't know what it is, it's okay. Like if they're just talented and they need time to develop that, that's okay. That's an okay answer too. And then to surround yourself with incredible people and to trust them and but also to always follow your gut if you're not feeling it you've got to speak it and say it just doesn't feel right so it's not like an easy answer i'm not giving you like some no quote. i've already heard no i think it's i feel for others listening even if they're not in the industry whatever job they're at what i hear from that is if you have been in a job for a while how can you make space to almost mentor a bunch of other people that might be coming up can you say yes to that coffee can you say yes to that lunch because you don't have to do that you don't have to but you are so that's encouraging people to do that and then also when you're sitting down with them you're reminding them not to like lose sight of what they want to do and don't let anybody else in this town create that path for them or whatever she, your dream is maybe you're not in this town, but like whatever your goals your goal, are. Yeah. I don't think she would mind me saying this, but like Cassie Ashton, mm-hmm. you know, and we haven't spent a ton of time together, but we definitely see eye to eye creatively. And she probably hasn't had the easiest time of it because she's sexy and, and provocative and she does things in very different ways. But, you know, I recently saw her, well, not recently, probably before COVID and I I just looked her in the eye and I said, Don't you dare stop being you. Like I don't I didn't even know if there was anything going on. I just wanted to remind her, like, you have got to be you. She's wild. Oh yeah. If anybody doesn't know Cassie Ashton, just go check out her Instagram. You're gonna see how yes, wild and She's, amazing she is. It is great. very I've looked at her with envy. I know we're not supposed to like envy other people, but I can't think of a better word. I've just looked at her with like, I guess admiration of like, okay, you know, that's not me, but I am so proud of her for being her. Yes. And the yes. fact that like Freedom. I kind of I'm like, I need to dig a little bit yeah. more and figure out who I am and like <laughs> unleash myself because unleash your Cassie yes. Ashton. Yeah, she's such a creative. Not only is she a beautiful singer and super talented and funny. That girl is smart. I and mean, people would she can judge build her house. and look and maybe think like, oh, not, you know, these um, yeah. people on Instagram that are want to be rude, they may have something to say, but she is a very kind, smart, talented, hardworking artist. But then also she, she makes all of her own clothes. She makes her own clothes. She builds her own house. <laughs> yes. She was tiling a bathroom last weekend. It's like she rides a Harley. I don't know. I, I just... I can imagine that executives in town might be trying to box her in oh, because sure. she doesn't fit into mm-hmm. what everyone else fits into. But I, that's why I just wanted to look at her and be like, girl, just keep being Cassie because it's beautiful and it's wild and it's fun and adventurous. And eventually that will pay off. You know, it just might not be easy right now. 
So, but also I I get the joy of these women becoming my friends. You know, Kelsey and I spend time together and I've been spending a ton of time with Cassidy Pope and I just love these girls and want to see them blossom and do well. And Well, I love that you're willing to do that. And I know Bobby did an interview with you on the Bobby cast yep. a while back. So if people want more of like your music background, because some of the stuff we're going to get into next doesn't really cover a ton of that. But I thought, well, I want to talk to Karen about other things. If people want like the background of the music and how you got into it and all that, it's definitely covered so they can go check out the Bobbycast. Yeah. I'll just cross promote that real quick. <laughs> um, but the next thing we're going to get into, which speaking of Cassie Ashton and creativity is I want to know more about you and your creative self. Second thing. Okay. So Karen, you're a creative. That is very apparent. I mean, your music, your style, your fashion. When did you know, even the fashion part, that that was something that you were into? Was it always or which came first, the fashion or the music? They were probably like hand in hand. I remember getting a pair of clogs and burgundy knee socks. (laughs) When I was a little girl and like a plaid burgundy and cream skirt and just thinking that I was the stuff, you know, and then I watched, well, I wasn't really allowed to watch all of Urban Cowboy, but I think I got to watch pieces of Urban Cowboy because my parents were very conservative and very strict about what we saw and, but yet gave us freedom, you know, on, on being creative and stuff. And Deborah Winger with her cowboy hat and she had like the Johnny Lee feather. For those of you that don't know Johnny Lee's music, you need to look it up, but he also had this incredible cowboy hat. And so my dad was, would travel a lot and I would love to pick him up at the Chicago airport. And that was back when people dressed up to go to the airport, you know, to get on a plane. That was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't wear Lululemons. They got dressed up. (laughs) And so we would pick up dad at the airport and I would tuck my jeans in like Deborah Winger and have cowboy boots on and my Johnny Lee like feather cowboy hat. So I don't know. It I didn't know that I would get to sing. I just loved it. And my dad and sister sang in the church. And again, I had horrible stage fright. So if they asked me to sing on a Sunday in this tiny little church in Indiana, I would stay up all night long, worried, sick to my stomach about singing the next morning, like trying to think, can I talk my way out of it? So it took me a long time to get over that. The fashion has always been an expression of the music. And then when I really got to do it, like to to be in Little Big Town and express those songs through fashion, it's so hand in hand to me. It's like what I wore on the Girl Crush video with it being a short mini skirt tuxedo jacket, strong, powerful, powerful shoulders was exactly what that song needed. It was like a little romantic, very strong, very determined, heartbroken, but yet like, why don't you want me, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm always thinking that way. And other people that are listening to you, your podcast might go, she's crazy. But that's the way I make vision boards and things like for Little Big Town fashion wise. No, I don't think that's crazy at all. I know that was for a video, but what about for you yourself? Like if you've got something coming up that you know you want to feel like (laughs) amazing for, like, do you have a go-to look or outfit or how do you make that decision? You want to know what I do? What do you do? I channel my inner Karen <laughs> Fairchild. Oh I, if I have something, I'm like, what would Karen do? But you're Karen, so you can't do that. You know what I like to do? I like to see what I'm feeling 
in the day. And then I like to be creative and say, what would it be like if I put, well, like right now I have on, I have on a two piece sweatpant outfit, but I have it on with like white suede boots, which looks a little crazy. But no, you walked in and I was, I was already making a mental note of like, <laughs> sweet, now I can wear boots with sweats. <laughs> But I just thought, why not? I mean, why why can't I, you know? And so um, for me, the, I, I'm actually really excited about COVID. I'm praying that it's almost over so that we can start wearing real clothes again, you know, and not have to just wear sweatpants and stuff. But that's when you know someone really like loves fashion <laughs> because I am part of me. I want COVID to be over 100%. But then I'm thinking, oh no, now I'm gonna have to get dressed. But you're so good okay. at it. No, I ch- Karen, I channel you. And honestly, <laughs> Kelly from Velvet's Edge, she oh, she's helps incredible. me. Right. And you know what she does? Because she knows what I want. She channels Karen. Oh my gosh. So our goal, our ultimate goal, anytime if we post anything <laughs> and like we get a response from you, we like text each other. I'm like, check. <laughs> Karen commented that I looked fire oh my <laughs> or something. So just so you know, that is the goal. That's what we're looking for is Karen approval. But that's how I do it. No, I would be in sweatpants and a sweatshirt every day if I could. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it stresses I mean, me out. It does stress Which you do out. you ever, once you became this fashion icon, so many people look up to you, by the way, for it. And I'm sure you just loved the fashion. And then here you are, you've been given this stage because of little big towns. So it's like, now people are looking to you. Do you ever feel pressure when you're getting ready for something like, oh shoot, now that I'm known for fashion, I have to make sure I represent or... Yeah, I mean, I do like the Grammys the other night, for instance, some people were at the actual Grammys that were going to sing. And so they were like decked out like they would, like we would be for the Grammys, but the rest of us were in our homes. And so we were laughing like with Charles Kelly, he goes, I'm, I'm going to wear a bathrobe. <laughs> I was like, we can't wear bathrobes like for the Zoom of, you know, the Grammys. We have to like get dressed up and and do this. And so we all ended up getting dressed up. But yeah, in my mind, I was like, oh, is this Grammy worthy what I have on? And, you know, even though you're at a house, you're arguing, questioning it. I was like, uh, like last night I was up late and I was on this Shrimpton Couture and she's a vintage dealer and I have bought and worn several things from her before. And she posted this incredible dress. I think it's from the 70s maybe. And I know my our stylist, Carla Welch in LA, also follows her. And uh, so when the dress got posted, I text Carla and I said, I think I need this. And she goes, that's your dress, get it. And so you have to get these things fast because she has a lot of followers, this girl. So I got it. <laughs> Well, hey, congratulations. congratulations, Karen. I have nowhere to wear it, but I'm just like, I, Soon. I need it. You know, um, I need a cream feather dress. So yes. why not? Now, when it comes to being a creative, whether it is for writing music or designing clothes or figuring out how you want to express yourself in Little Big Town. I mean, Kimberly's been on the podcast and she said you play a big role in how they all, everybody dresses. What do you do during times where you're just not feeling it or you feel blocked? Like you're going into a writing session or it could be a season. It's not even a day. It could Mm -hmm. be like, you know, I'm just in a rut. Like, do you have something you take yourself through? Well, I, I was a little bit like that when COVID hit. Um, because we were in the middle of the nightfall tour and we had just played Carnegie Hall and the Apollo and 
all these sold out shows and I've never worked on the creative of a record release or production for an album and and a tour more than I did for Nightfall. Like just endless hours of sitting up and endless hours of meeting with creatives and building what would become like the artwork behind the songs. And, you know, for the daughters, it was this beautiful earth that was covered in flowers. And then when we sang, the flowers fell and all these beautiful things. And luckily, I think we're going to get to bring that back in the fall. I'm probably saying that prematurely, but I hope that that happens, that we get to finish that tour. So after COVID, we, you know, got the word that we were not going back out on the road. And I think I was exhausted emotionally and physically. And I just kind of shut down for like five months. Maybe I was blocked. I don't know. I just was tired and almost like, ugh. I just did all this. And now I just don't feel like writing. I probably wrote two songs Mm -hmm. in the five months. And then I realized, you know what? I got to get back in it. I got to get back in the game. I got to get inspired. And so for me, it might be like listening to other people's music that inspire me. It might be I'm very visual. So I mean, I when print was big, I would have stacks and stacks and stacks of magazines all over the house and it would drive Jimmy crazy because they're just everywhere. But those like looking at visuals and thinking and, and just starting to write with friends. Also, I have so many girls in town that I've been writing with and I just feel like there's so much good energy for from them and inspiration from the women in this town. And it started happening and just really like writing, writing, writing. And then now I've been writing like crazy. So I don't know. It was, again, it's action. I needed clearly that resting time. But then when it's time to be creative and that's my job and I have to look ahead for the band and know that this virus is not going to be forever. So what are we going to deliver to the fans? What are they going to need when they get out of this? What are we going to need? Because there's a lot to talk about. Social injustice. I mean, there's so much stuff going on in the world. There's a lot to say. So let's start saying it. So I think it just needed, again, it needed to be action for me. Yeah. You probably had to grieve the loss of all that hard work and kind of go into your shelf for a little bit, but then emerge stronger and more motivated. And yeah, looking around at like what's really important and what do we want to use this platform for. Yeah, what's next? What are we going to need after this? You mentioned rest. So I'm curious, what is rest for you? I mean, you have so much going on. So what do you have to be intentional about that? Not the kind of rest where like, you're like, oh, you needed to go away for five months. Because I mean, I don't think any of us knew how to navigate Mm -mm. COVID. But do you know when you need to? Or does Jimmy have to tell you like, oh, Karen, go take a bath? Or maybe bath isn't your thing. Is it taking yoga classes? Is it being with nature? Is it shutting off your phone? Like, what does that look like for you? Yeah, I'm really horrible at rest, but COVID has taught me the importance of that. During COVID, we would spend some time in Florida. And so we would just get out on our bikes, Elijah and Jimmy and I, and that was awesome just to be outside. And that made me also have a better focus about life. This is a moment in time we're going through. It won't be forever. It's going to pass. Look at the beauty. Look at the joy. I'm with my family. But now I would say the things that give me the most rest are probably... (laughs) It's crazy, but it might be a glass of wine and a magazine yeah. and just sitting and flipping through a Vogue or an InStyle magazine. And it gives me a chance to 
think and be creative and rest. Or maybe I'm putting on headphones and watching Bridgerton or something like that. You know, that helps me turn my brain off a little bit. Yeah, I was going to ask what shows help you do that because I had a therapist last year that literally we ended a session on a Friday and I was going to see them again on Monday. And my therapy homework assignment from her was to watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. She's like, it's a fascinating storyline because one of the girls married her step-grandpa. Yes, and, you know, she did. So I think some people might be concerned or that kind of show might be too much for them because it can be dramatic and it's the bickering and yeah. the pettiness right. of like, oh, right. wow, wow. But also it's kind of just like entertainment that you really can't even think about at all. And then you 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 can kind of, that can be some a form of self-care. Yeah. As weird as that sounds. No, I totally get it. Like I, I'm, I'm sad that the Kardashians are going to be over yeah. because it was the same thing for me. Like I can flip on the Kardashians and watch it and go, oh, wow, that dress is beautiful. Oh, wow. What a pretty lip color that is. Oh, but I don't really have to like pay attention or get stressed out. Yeah. You know, it's, I I can totally see that, but it also lets me rest about myself Mm -hmm. for a few minutes and whatever that is for people. Okay. Well, before we wrap this thing, if you have one show to recommend to somebody, maybe that you and Jimmy have been watching or like that you would throw out there that maybe you watched in the last month or so. Can I have two? Yes. Okay. I'm going to give one for the creative side. Jenna Lyons, who ran um, J. Crew for the last, I don't know, 15, 20 years, um, has a show on HBO Max about her, what she's going to do next. And she's interviewing young creatives to pick an assistant that really is going to be on her team. Like not a fake, you know, show about like, she's really looking for a creative. So I recommend that one. All right. And what's the name of it? Stylish with Jenna Lyons. I love that. Nobody's ever recommended that okay, show before. This just, is why I like to ask people. <laughs> and let me tell you that we we got to be, this sounds so name droppy, but we were in France and I had never been there and we were singing for a corporate event, the band. We were in the south of France and they put us up in this beautiful hotel and we were walking down and looking towards the sea. Like it was like, it's so picturesque. I think it was the four of us and and spouses and all of a sudden I see Jenna Lyons and no one else knows who she is except for me. And I'm literally turning to Jimmy and Kimberly and I go, that's Jenna Lyons. That's Jenna Lyons. They're like, who is Jenna Lyons? And I said, she ran J. Crew forever. She's like a style icon. And I have to say, I have to fangirl. So I stopped her and she had on full leopard. She had like a bow blouse of, of leopard and these cool pants and Chuck Taylor tennis shoes. And so I stopped her. And luckily I had something good on because I was like, I can't stop her if I don't have something good on. (laughs) And she was so kind. And she told me about the show. And that's why she was there. She was promoting the show. She could not have been more kind. And she told me she liked me what I had on. And I was like, okay, I'm good for life now. I mean, I'm approved by Jenna Lyons somehow. Yeah, what a cool moment. I know. So that this show, if you like those kinds of shows, again, I think like if you need a brain break, Mm -hmm. this one is a great one for that. The one that Jimmy and I have been obsessed with, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Oh, mm -hmm. I mean, and we're dying for it to come back. Yeah, and that one's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so we're all I couldn't get into that, but maybe I need to give it another try. I know, it's so funny. It is so funny. Also Yellowstone and Ozark, so good. We're dying for those to come back too. Same, like ready. same. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. 
It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like, I want research. I want to know, like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. And that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have. Uh, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14 karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. 
Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Okay, so Karen, when it comes to doing it all, I wanted to pull this quote that I remembered reading that Shonda Rhimes said in a commencement speech. Mm. And she said that sometimes she gets asked about doing it all. Like, Shonda, how do you do it all? And she said, the answer is this, I don't. Whenever you see me somewhere succeeding in one area of my life, that almost certainly means I'm failing in another area of my life. If I'm killing it on a scandal script for work, I'm probably missing bath and story time at home. If I'm at home sewing my kids' Halloween costumes, I'm probably blowing off a rewrite that I was supposed to turn in. If I'm accepting a prestigious award, I'm missing my baby's first swim lesson. If I'm at my daughter's debut in her school musical, I am missing Sandra O's oh last scene ever being filmed at Grey's Anatomy. If I'm succeeding at one, I am inevitably failing at the other. That is the trade-off. I just thought that was like an interesting thing. And then she also has said before, she's like, and I don't do things alone. Like I'm not, you know, we kind of get, if we're a woman that is also a mom and a wife, and uh, which I think Shonda, she might even be a single mom or, and we have a successful career. It's like, how do you do it all? And I love that she gave us permission to actually say, well, you know what? Like I'm actually not. And here's the trade-off. And that's what it takes to be a successful person. Yeah, I can so relate to that right there. And even though I'm lucky enough to travel with my child on the road, you know, and I have to have help because Jimmy and I are both on stage, there are so many moments where I can relate to that. I'm on stage and he's outside and something funny happened at the ice cream stand and I missed it, Mm -hmm. you know, and all I see are pictures and, or he cooked for the first time with, you know, someone on the road and it was awesome. And he made this and that, and I missed it, you know, cause I was in sound check or something. So I understand that. And I, I know that we can't beat ourselves up for those things. We have to do the best that we can. We have to have good people around us. If you're running multiple businesses or you're doing a lot of things, you've got to have people that help you protect the family time. Yeah. I, I'm a workaholic, so I can totally be guilty of like going too hard and doing too much. And then the mom guilt can set in a little bit. Right. But do you ever feel like there's a double standard of like, especially because, you know, you and Kimberly, Jimmy and Philip, it's like we get asked as women kind of in that, how do you do it all? And how are you a mom and this? But like, I don't know, does Jimmy ever get asked like, wow, how do you do it all, Jimmy? How are you a dad and in a band? (laughs) That's so true. I don't know if I've ever heard 
anybody ask them that. Right. But now Jimmy takes it very seriously. I mean, he's an incredible father, so... Oh, well, yeah, I know. It's not Jimmy's no, fault. No, 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 I know. It's society. It's society. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, I mean, Jimmy laughs at me all the time because I'm, I'm like, why is my name not on the, um, like, our cards for the beach access, you know? And it's only your face. I'm like, it's so sexist. It's like, always the man. <laughs> and he's always laughing at me like, it has nothing to do with that. They just forgot to put you on there. I'm like, no. It, it, you know, I always think that it's it's just built in that people look to the man first you know and you look at those numbers of I think Allie Harnell from Live Nation posted today about the equality and where the pay rates are for women and then where it is for um, women of color it's astounding oh yeah we have so much work, work to, to do. do still so I love this quote I love Glennon Doyle so much and if you haven't read Untamed you should grab that book oh yeah she's been on the podcast oh she has mm-hmm. okay I'm yeah. going back and listening to that one today so somebody asked her one time like with all the pressures and the onslaught of bad news and stuff like that that's going on in the world. Do you want to quit? And she said, quitting is my favorite thing. I quit every single day. And she said, I wake up and I care the most amount. And then at some point I put it all away and I melt into my people and my couch and food and nothingness. And I care not at all. I forget it all. Then I go to sleep and I wake up and I begin again, begin and quit every day. Only way to survive. Embrace your quitting as a spiritual practice. I love you. We all have to do that Mm -hmm. at some point. It's like we can spin the plates and go a hundred miles an hour and and then at some point we have to go. Okay, I need, you gotta put the plates. Yeah, down. I gotta put it down. I can't, I can't, I can't do all this. Mm-hmm. And maybe tomorrow I will, but tonight I can't. Yeah. No, I love that. You touched on this earlier, so this might be your answer, but I'm just always curious too, like when someone knows to say no, but you you talked earlier about the gut. Like, how do you know when to say no to something and when to say yes? It might be as simple as the gut answer. Yeah, I mean, I always look at the opportunity and then think about how it's going to play out to show the music or the personality of the band. Our manager, Jason Owen, and his team are incredible at also having a great gut feeling about that. So if it's, you know, that we're going to sing on a show and the creative of that and how it's going to come off and... And what is it going to sound like? And I'm I'm a crazy control freak about stuff like that because it's important to me. And I think as a fan of music, when I watch other things, the way it impacts my soul, you know, just like if I'm watching John Legend or whoever, Leon Bridges or somebody sing and whatever the production was or Harry Styles at the Grammys the other night, good God, that was insane. It was so good. And you know the time that went into that performance to get all of it right, the clothing, and for him to feel comfortable to sing his best. And so I'm always thinking about that, like, what are we doing? Or are we going to provide a moment of escape if we're doing wine, beer, and whiskey, like on a show? Can we make everybody at home that's been sitting on their couch have some fun with us tonight? How do we do that? So the yes for me is, can I check off all those things? And if it doesn't feel right in my gut and in the band's gut, then we're probably going to say no if it feels like artificial or it's not going to come off right. Well, yeah, even like 
doing four cellars yeah. together, like your wine. Mm-hmm. Was that like a collective, oh yeah, we should do this? Definitely. And the day drinking can wine that came out yes. of that, which has really taken off. And we work a lot on that. I mean, we were doing calls on that all day yesterday and we're debuting a new flavor called Pontoon Punch this summer that is really fun. And that's something that the four of us just decided, like this is something we should do together because when we have a great moment or we don't have a great moment, we're either celebrating or pouring something, you know, for like, whoa, well, that didn't go well, you know. And so the wine came out of like celebration, breaking bread together, the joy of being together at a table and pouring good wine and celebrating. Well, now, I mean, I can't wait for pontoon punch. (laughs) I'm going to have to. It's fun. It's more of like, that's lake life, you know, that's like beach life. Yeah, no. We'll get you some. It's going to be, oh, I've had the the, the rosé one. The rosé, yeah. yeah. So good. Four things with Amy Brown. All right, we're big on gratitude here. So I love to hear four things my guests are thankful for, big or small. Okay, the first thing is my family. And I during COVID, I didn't see my mom and dad or my brother or my sister, nieces, nephews since last June. Oh, and wow. That was just really hard because we were used to seeing them a lot. So this past weekend, because a lot of them have been vaccinated and tested and or had it, so they have the antibodies, you know, whatever it is, we we were able to see them. Just watching like Elijah light up when he sees his grandparents, you know, my mom and dad, um, and playing with his cousins, it just like reminded me that family is always first. And, and there was so much joy this weekend just seeing that. I always want to think I'm putting family first, but there's times mm-hmm. where if I really looked at my calendar, I'm like, did I? Right. I know. I do the same thing. I mean, that's just because we're working women, we're mm-hmm. working moms. And so that makes it challenging. Yeah. So a family and of course, Jimmy and Elijah, I mean, they're my life and being a mom is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me and the hardest thing that's yes. ever happened to me. <laughs> uh, but so much joy. And even when it's hard, it's mm-hmm. still like I look and go, wow, this human is my responsibility. I'm doing this. I'm, try- <laughs> I'm trying to do this at least. Yeah. yeah. So family first. Second, I'm going to say the joy of music for me. It's hard to explain the joy that it gives me, whether I'm I'm writing in a room with Laurie McKenna and Liz Rose and Hillary Lindsay. And again, I pinch myself to think, how did I get in this room with these extraordinary women? It's like a bit like therapy. You know, and and Kimberly, we're all, it's a a girl's day and we're writing and, or recently I've been writing with Savannah Santos from Avenue Beat and Elisa Vanderheim, who's a producer and writer and Maddie Diaz and Ashley Ray and Sarah Buxton. We just have this big girl's day of writing. And that gives me so much joy because we're writing about things that women are talking about and that means something, you know, it's like, there's something different. I love writing with guys too, but there's something about writing with women that just like you can, you feel like I can be vulnerable. Just like you and I were talking before we turned the mics on. It's like mom to mom, we can let our guard down 
because we're going through similar things. So I would say just the music, the gift of that, it's almost a high. I feel that same thing when I'm standing in front of an audience and singing The Daughters or singing Girl Crush or singing Boondocks, whatever like that moment is where you feel connection is just the greatest gift of my life. It really is. While we're on music, before we move on to the third thing, Yarl's newest album is Nightfall. But So what's your favorite song from Nightfall? I would probably say Problem Child, which Jimmy sings, and his vocal is just so vulnerable. But that song is about feeling like you're the black sheep, and it says, what's your problem, child? Because that's always a saying that we've always said, what's wrong with you? What's your problem? Here, let's play a clip. What's your problem, child? Oh gosh, the third thing. I can be super shallow. I'm going to be super shallow now. Do it. The third thing. (laughs) I mean, the third thing would be, you know, like what we've talked about of the visual side of my life of being creative and dreaming about what if I want to make some dishes or what if I want to design, you know, interior design things. And that's not shallow. And, well, just and the fashion thing. And I, and I and for a while I got to do that um, professionally, like I had a line for a little while. And again, I want to say to girls that are out there dreaming, it might not always work and that's okay. You're not a failure because it didn't work. Sometimes it's a stepping stone to the next thing. And so for me, that was a learning situation. And I learned a lot about the industry of fashion and um, what to do and what not to do, but it was awesome. You know, and so maybe I'll get to do it again one day. I don't know, but that's definitely on my dream board. Like sometimes I think there's too much good fashion out there and I don't need to do it. And then I'll hear from fans like, but we want you to do it. We want some of the things that you're doing. And so that's still a huge part of my life. When I favorite things, it has to be on my favorite things. Yes. I'm here for it. So I'll fashion, be a customer. Yes. You can be Fashion, thankful. design, um, whatever it is. And you're probably thankful for your tan feather dress thingy that you just, <laughs> that I just bought. Yeah. I am. And I will share it with you when I wear it. I don't know. I don't even know if it fits. I just bought it. I don't even know what size it is. I was just like, I'll figure that out later. Yeah. One glass of wine in and I was like, and that's mine. Yeah. You can alter it. (laughs) Okay, fourth thing. Margaritas with girlfriends. Love that. I should have had margaritas waiting for us while we recorded. We we can always do that next time. We'll do it next time. Um, We'll have to have you and Kimberly on together. Oh, that would be so fun. I would love that. The podcast she did with you is incredible. Yeah. She has so much to offer and share and... Well, I knew right away after my sit down with her, it was so great. And I, I mean, obviously y'all were somehow the timing just worked out where she was first and, and you were second, but I knew I couldn't wait because I, yeah, you have so much to offer as well. And I know that I knew that my listeners would want to hear from both of you. So here we are now we can check that box. Yes. Yes. So in case anybody wants to find you on Instagram, you're just at Karen Fairchild, right? Yeah, super easy. And then y'all have your at 
Little Big Town. At account. Little Big Town. Yep. So do y'all all run that? Yeah, we and we have somebody that helps us, but so it's kind of everybody. It's kind of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Or like if somebody's doing something special, like if Philip's done a podcast or Kimberly's cooking, and we want to share like what everybody's doing, we'll we'll highlight those it over things. there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But your personal one. My is- personal one is Karen Fairchild. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you, Karen, for thank coming you. on. So I have much. loved this, and I love what you're doing, and you are just. Thank you for also for like the the way you're leading everyone on Shop Forward and giving back to the world. That's what we're here to do. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Tacova's is your stop before attending your next concert. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. If you can't make it to a store, well, just go to tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. 